Show about movies, music, sports. I'm Joan. This is Soft Glass. This is Jack, and I am Cut. We'll be right back after a quick song break. Back to group chat. Your number one bands whose name rhymes with itself. Uh, station. That was the neighborhood with sweater weather. Shout out neighborhood. Shout out Kevin Abstract. He just got off tour, killing it all over the country. And um, his album apparently now has a new name. Yep, American boyfriend. American Bro. boyfriend. Yep. yep. So we're excited for that here at Group Chat, which is a great title for an album, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't fits. I was talking to Jack about this. It fits so much. I mean, they shoot horses was dope, but American Boyfriend's way better. Yeah, it fits and it's way like better. the most different out of all the types of boyfriends. Yeah, American. <laughs> yeah, and they shoot horses reminded me of like Meat Is Murder, the Smiths album, and I thought there would be like. There's that expectation of there's like a political underlying. Well, the idea was like <laughs> you know they being like you know society and like people in charge like yeah. shooting down horses like people like us who have like these dreams and aspirations and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but which, yeah, which was equally dope. But I think this is way more fitting. I again, I I heard the I've heard two songs from the album apparently, mm-hmm. so and they're both awesome. So I can't wait. And I saw that show live where he opened up for them. That's right. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It I was saw, great. I saw you you shoot some uh, you shot that video and you were like during empty yeah yeah. Was that you trying to wave your hand? No, that was not me. Okay, I thought, I thought you were having like trouble like waving and recording at the same time. Like no, you're no. trying to like wave off beat. Um, so we have some guests. Yeah, full house. Here we have a full house. Full house. A full smelly house. Yeah. Here with us today. All right. So, who's first? Who is first? So let, let's introduce everybody here. We have Hoy. Say hey. hi, Hoy. Hey, I'm Hoy Smith. You gotta talk like directly into the oh. mic, brother. Hey, hey, I'm Hoy Smith. There it is. <laughs> Dondre. Dondre Green. The legend. I'm Aaron. He's back. He's back. Pedro Pinque. Pedro. Pedro, man, you've been showing love to the show forever. Yeah, so we man. appreciate you being here. I've binged. For I've sure. binged the show. I think I got a medal for that. They watched like three episodes in a row. That's yeah. like six hours straight That's of true. us. Was it which um, is crazy? Were you doing like a lot of laundry and stuff? Actually, I was. Really? For real? Yeah. That's like the best time to listen to podcasts. Like, I, it's great. Great. We got laundry man. Yeah. Laundry we got man. dishwasher man, laundry man. We'll clean your whole house, man. <laughs> we'll just go in there. We're slowly transitioning into like a house cleaning service. So Definitely. if you need a house clean, hit us up, group chat. <laughs> uh, what is the uh, special occasion? Why don't we explain why we're all here together? We played a little basketball this morning. We did? (laughs) I did a lot of passing. Uh, Jack, Kevin, and Joao played a lot of basketball this morning. Um, But that was dope. Maybe, um, you know, maybe if you guys could, like, quickly introduce yourselves and, like, what you're all about and kind of this this turf war type thing where that's definitely going to be a tradition from now on because that was way too much fun um so so me dandre pedro are bronx narratives um yeah. and and in bronx narratives we pretty much just cover stories um happening around the bronx um i believe soft glass maybe hit up contacted dandre uh to set up this whole basketball game match and all I know is they were trash talking. <laughs> Super trash talking. <laughs> All right, so there's a little video that uh, you know we saw that got posted in a in a group chat. You know, very like group chat. And we'll 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 uh, post the sound bit, please. Like, yeah, we'll please. post the sound bit like please. right here. Yeah. Uh, Andre, Pedro, and the rest of Bronx narrative. I heard you uh, wanted to challenge us here at group chat. My man Kev here had something to say to you. Be afraid. Very afraid. Juwan's gonna play that Tony Allen defense. Jack's gonna be uh, John Stockton. And uh, you already know I'm gonna get my LeBron on, so. Watch out, man. Careful what you wish for. Be afraid. Uh, I think Bronx narratives handled it very, you know, well. We didn't try to clap back or respond. Yeah, you anything. did. So, I went to the Bronx event and you guys were talking trash. I, was, <laughs> I can't control it with my employees. Right? Right, just, you were one of them. We'll pass the mic. 
I'm Aaron. I'm not part of. Uh, yeah, Aaron was on our lucky episode 13. Yeah, and he was uh, a substitute. Yeah, I was a free agent, so Sorry, to speak. Sure. Yeah, that was a 10 day. Um, no and, chance. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we did all right. We did all right. Yeah, you guys played. Every game came down to the wire, except for that. That one, second game for, was like a. That was like that was a that was not a good game. That second game was a. Uh, like things just started falling for Jack and Kev behind the perimeter. That was crazy. For the I'm, record, by the way, we won three one. And the only reason we lost that one, uh, <laughs> it was dramatic. All right, it came down to the last. That was point. for ya at that brunch party. <laughs> I was so it was a uh, it was fourteen up right game to fifteen. I was driving in quadruple covered. I tried to lay up and finish, wow. and Pedro got the scrape block on me. Could have gone either way, but we lost game three. <laughs> <laughs> Very dramatic. That was good. Which is not what happened. I blew an open layup, uh, and that was really embarrassing. <laughs> and then I just came back and won. Like, it wasn't even, like, open. It was like everybody was in the perimeter, and I just, like, botched the putback. And it was the pressure. It was, the pressure. It was good, though. I... I I wasn't sure what to expect. Says I, the guy that missed one shot nah. the whole yeah, time. Dude, just, it was sunny 49 out. 49 for 50. Yeah, I could have swore it was sunny out. It was raining, nah, raining threes. No, it was a good game. We definitely have to do it again. You know, I'm not happy about the 3-1 loss, but uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm going home with some ankles. <laughs> John, how's your week been? Uh, the week's been good, man. I went on a... Uh, on a helicopter tour around the city, which was great. Uh, my co- I went with the company, and they treat me so well. Those private guys. jet, everything. No, no. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was great. The only thing, like I forgot my camera, of uh, course. How do you forget it? I left really like I left at eight thirty, and I usually wake up earlier than that. Than that Today like we to woke up pretty early. Yeah, we were. We went, what time were we out at the courts, guys? Do you remember? Like eight thirty. Yeah, eight forty-five. Eight forty-five. We all were there. Yeah, man, that was that was awesome. Yeah, and that was the first time I've played since Aaron, uh, you and I played like June fifth or something like that. Yeah, so we that paid. Was very precise. Pier two. <laughs> I know because I have like that was like my last Instagram picture. It was like June fifth, <laughs> and I was like, all right, and that was when we played. But but it was great, man. Kev, how was your weeks? Mine, I've been the same, I guess. Um, still haven't like started work yet, but I've been going for like orientation. The camp is super beautiful. I can't wait. I actually start like in three days. So just been on that and just doing other like side projects and whatnot. Awesome, man. Are we gonna are we gonna get any? Uh, is it really exclusive like on the low side projects, or are we gonna get any uh, details in these upcoming weeks? Soon, 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 uh. soon. I'm, I'm, you know, talking to Frank Ocean and stuff. So like, oh. I just. What happened? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm playing, but soon enough, you'll hear about it. It's exciting, man. What about your week, Joel? Uh, it was chill, man. I've just been um, trying to finish up this project that I've been working on, and um, just like trying to finish things. You know, it's not. I wouldn't say I necessarily did anything, but I'm closer to things being done, you know? Ooh. Feel me? Nice. So what's the, like, tentative release date? Uh, this is it, guys. <laughs> uh, within the next, like, before... No, no, no. We need specifics. No, no, no. Cause <laughs> I, 
and once it's done, then I can just be like, all right, this is what I'm dropping it. But it's not sure. done yet, and it's still, it's dependent on a couple. Like I have a feature that I'm writing and recording with John Mayer. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be incredible. But he's, um, I'll tell you guys afterwards. Yeah, I'll tell you. He's actually a friend of the show. So, oh, okay. but um, Frank Ocean. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> you got it. Um, John Mayer and Frank Ocean actually together. Dope. But um, you know John Mayer is performing at the Roots Picnic. Really? Yeah, and oh. I think I'm gonna definitely go to that. You think you're gonna definitely go? I definitely think I might maybe <laughs> absolutely go. Very decisive. Yeah. Chargo is playing, so they're awesome. just like, and they know I'm a huge, I mean, I know you were joking, but I actually love John Mayer. So do like, I. I love John Mayer. Yeah, we all do. Okay, cool. All right. Where there's a John Mayer safe zone, that's good to know. Adam Driver. Adam Driver, John Mayer. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, man, just, uh, so realistically, like first week of August. So like you heard it here first. Mid midsummer, yeah. That is a late bloom. It's a late bloom. <laughs> it was on purpose. I mean, that's yeah. That's. Oh, Jack, how was your week? It was two, good. Two weeks. How was your last two weeks? It was good. Uh, like I mentioned, I went to that Kevin and neighborhood show, and I saw Ian and Romeo and HK and all them after. It was good. And then I also saw Tame Impala play, and then I went to Chicago. For a weekend. That's right. You yeah. actually had like the craziest week out of all of us. <laughs> that all happened in three days. <laughs> so, well, first of all, how was the the Kevin show? It was the Kevin in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, it was really good. He, I've seen him live now the past three summers in a row, and his live show just keeps getting better every year. But this year was like another level, mm -hmm. just like with the stage direction and everything, and the songs are like so much better too. Not that they were bad before, but he's just on like a new level. Yeah. And then the neighborhood was really good too. Like I stuck around for their set, and they were dope. How was Tim Paula? Amazing. Like, yeah, they're so I'm good. Super jealous. <laughs> I wanted to be there. It was at um, Prospect, Prospect Park. Prospect Park, right? Yeah. At the outdoor like amphitheater. Yeah. It's awesome. And then in Chicago, we were staying i went with my parents and we were staying with someone they know and the neighborhood they live in northbrook is actually the neighborhood where john hughes grew up from like 13 on and he shot a bunch of his movies one of my favorite movie directors and so like the first day we got there on that friday we drove around to like different spots from the movies that i had like mapped out ahead of time so like stuff from ferris bueller's 16 candles like the Home Alone house, like a bunch it of was, stuff. Uh, scavenger hunt. Yeah, it was so yeah, fun. Scavenger yeah, hunt. that's amazing. And then we went to downtown Chicago like the day after and saw a bunch of stuff, and it was really good. Yeah, I've never, I've never been in Chicago. Really? Yeah, ever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know how it has to happen, but I've been there like three times, I think. Yeah. Because I went twice for Lollapalooza. I saw Cuddy play there in like 08, right before uh, the right. first Man on the Moon came out. Um, and I went there a year after that. And then I've been there like one other time at these, this place where we were staying. So dope, man. Yeah, yeah you'd love it. it. It's a really beautiful city. I hear it's really clean and it's, like the architecture is amazing. Very clean compared yeah. to New York yeah. and like how, how big it is. It's like, wow, this is 
very clean. I mean, there's some areas that, you know, it gets rough, like... Obviously. Every American city, but, yeah. you know, for yeah, the most part... Like, the rivers and canals, like, through yeah. like the downtown. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, Chicago, that's where Chief Keef lives, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, one of many. That's how I know Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, yeah, and their mayor, you know, the Chance. president also the president. Yeah, was also. Yeah. A... That's awesome. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, you guys want to do the word of the day? Is it time? Yeah, is it? Yeah. Kev, can you give us a little jingle? It's the word of the day. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Damn, dude, I didn't know you had that range. It just, I got it. I got to keep it on low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So the word of the day. This is how it works. I'm gonna say the word give you three options and everybody guess what it is once we get it we reveal the definition and then try to organically insert it somewhere in keyword episode. organically yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. directed towards joao mm-hmm. is that the word <laughs> no it'd be, good, though. it'd be good though um so the word of the day is jesus how do you uh remin- the word of the day is jesus rem- remontant 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 it doesn't have a pronunciation it's remadon. no not not on this not on the guessing remadon. thing Ramadan. Ram- uh, we skip this word. Uh, next word. <laughs> okay. Next word. <laughs> the next word. Heuristic. Oh, heuristic. Oh, it's, yeah, of course. It's too easy. Heuristic. Uh, what? <laughs> Definition. Or? The, okay. This is this is gonna be the word. Heuristic's way too easy. I think. Velatic. V i l l a t i c. Velatic. All right. Get ready. It's either a profound, usually spiritual transformation or conversion. Of or relating to the country or to a farm, rural, <laughs> or of or relating to poetry or poetic inspiration. It's the third one. <laughs> yeah, let's go around. So I think it's the third one. It's the poetry one. I think it's profound, usually spiritual transformation. What do you guys think? I'll go with poetry. Hoy says poetry. What do you got, Andre? I'm, I'm going to think. I, it's a lot to, to take in. Um, it it's like the, the farm one. Of <laughs> or relating to the country or to a farm. Oh, yes. um, I'll say, hey, you know, a profound, usually yeah. spiritual transformation conversion. Do you know this word, John? Okay. I think it's the. I think it's the poetry. It sounds like, with the like poetry. Shakespearean, right? Pedro, I'm gonna go with uh, the profound spiritual transformation. Okay. Yeah. We're pretty split oh, on this. Split, split room. Jack. The farm one. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin says Jack wearing yeah, a Boise one. State shirt. Like, uh, Alright, so since the majority picked the third one, which is of or relating to poetry or poetic inspiration, I'm gonna press that one. Oh, it's I wrong. Know. It better be and the farm. It's the farm one. It's the farm one. Toad, y'all. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, so read read that again. So yeah. So Jack, can you write this on the board? Yeah. So it Velatic is of or relating to the country or to a farm. It's rural. Nice. Which is like the most annoying word to pronounce. Rural. 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 Roger. Rural. 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 All right, cool. The laddie. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, guys. We'll be right back after a quick song break. And uh, we'll come back and talk about the NBA Finals. We'll be back on group chat.
This is Hoy, and you just finished listening to Watching You by Charlotte Dos Santos. Yo, that was so pro. Yeah, bro. Do you have your own podcast? It's coming up. (laughs) Yo, guys, so um, the NBA Finals happened. And it was probably the craziest roller coaster of these finals suck, these finals are incredible, this is rigged. Last episode, we were. It was like right after it was three one, yeah. and we were like, "All right, this sh- is over." Like, yeah. <laughs> and I just, yeah. I mean, I remember after game two, it was like the second blowout in a row. There were all these memes of LeBron just being like, "I'm out, <laughs> I'm going back to Miami." Like it was just no. I don't think anyone saw it coming. I think, especially after it was three one, like I, if you thought that the Cavs were coming back, I think you would be lying. You're a liar. Yeah. (laughs) And the internet has been incredible since the Cavs were down 3-1. Like, it's been so great to... I've been on Twitter more than I have, like, ever, just these last few weeks. I can agree. Right? Mm -hmm. I think the Warriors went... So the Warriors went 0-3 after the Curry lows came out. It's like the the Curry, the white shoes that everybody was ragging on. Those came out. Curry said that they were fire, and then they lost three straight games. And then I think they went 0-3. Also, obviously, Draymond got suspended. Um, I think Bogut got hurt. Klay Thompson said something about LeBron. Like, they were just like, it was almost like it was a script, you know? Like, all these things started happening, and I kept thinking, yo, no way. They can't, this can't happen. They can't steal... I, the Warriors hadn't lost three in a row all it, year, right? It really felt like the Warriors were so overconfident, like even yeah. all the way down to the last game with the behind-the-back Curry pass. It was just so <laughs> overconfident. That's, that's the thing. Every game was pretty close, right? Like it was never like the Warriors. No, just no, like they there were, were some blowout team. games. No, like no, the, the last three. The last three were all, for me at least, watching it until I think – the last four minutes of Game Six, when Curry fouled out, and everyone was just no like, Game Six. They were down. It was like thirty-one to nine in the first quarter. The yeah, it was. Yeah, it, but can we, we? Those last three games were way more exciting than the first two games that the Warriors just blew out. Like I thought the series was going to be boring because Game Three the Cavs blew out too. So the first three games were all blowouts. Game and Five and Game three. Seven were the best. Yeah. Were the best two games of that whole series, and Game Seven was one of the best games I've ever seen, <laughs> and potentially the best. Like. Finals performance from a player like LeBron James led both teams in everything. Mm-hmm. You mean series wide, like series long? Yeah, like series long. Yeah, um, 
I, definitely one for the books, right? Like finals performances, period. No, nah, absolutely. Right? I mean, I just want to uh, shout out LeBron for that shirt. He came off the plane. <laughs> with. That that hurt a little, and but the... I gotta respect it. Wait, so yeah, just to grasp the room, like, are you a Warriors fan? Uh, I'm. I consider myself a Knicks fan. I'm more of a soccer fan in general. Oh, okay, but Knicks I'm from New York, up, so. I I, uh, I rep it. Plus, that was a requirement to get into Bronx narratives from Dandre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, after you know half time, half half the season passed, you got to pick another team that's a contender. So, yeah. in order to stay stay in, like watching watching the game, so I picked the Warriors. Uh, I like Steph Curry as a leader. He's uh, humble and stuff, but you can't can't uh, rule out LeBron. He's, yeah, he's too great. The Warriors did, like, they went out with some class. Like, they put it on their shoulders and said, like, they botched it. And I loved watching Gray, uh, Draymond go to LeBron after the game and, like, hug him and all that stuff. But so I was, every time the finals come up, I, I wanted to say that, like, it's the most ironic thing ever, right? Like, the best three-point shooting team in history lose off of a missed three from Steph Curry in a game seven that they lost three straight just after that. coming back three straight against the Thunder against like defense from the worst player of the series so far in Kevin Love like against a team that they beat last year in the finals never losing three in a row in a series where it's just like it's, it's just like there's so much irony in everything that happened it was just poetic you know it was like almost like oh, Veladic oh wait oh, that's God. not even the right <laughs> <laughs> oh all right, so the way count. this game works now is Joao's eliminated. No, no, no. Yes. No, I forgot which of the definitions it was. It's okay. like right in front of me. I was really trying to force that one. Poetic. No, but it definitely was poetic. Like, again, it was like a script. Like, if you were to, if someone would have wrote, if someone would have written this script, I think you would be like, ah, oh, that sounds way too corny. You know, it's like, ah, oh, that's like too perfect for... LeBron to win for Cleveland, coming back 3-1. No one had ever done that off of, like, the greatest finals performance. And if he would have finished that dunk, who was I talking about? Was not talking to Aaron? Yeah, that dunk that uh, he got fouled on, and, like, Draymond fouled him, and he apparently hurt something. And he was fine, like, five minutes later. High five. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yeah. If he would have finished, if he would have dunked on Draymond, that would have been his, like, Jordan pushing off to make the win, the game winner. Like, that would have been his iconic moment. Like, you could freeze frame it, put it in the history books. But instead, we have that block. Yep. On oh, Iguodala, man. was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, and the three on Curry, and then the, he just, he was a block machine. Jack, what did you think of the game? I'm interested to hear uh, everyone else's thoughts, but <laughs> Dondre, before yeah. we get your thoughts, you're you're a Knicks fan, and they All just day. got Derrick Rose. Right. What do you think? Um, I thought it was a good pickup. Um, I'm excited for Derrick Rose. This is probably the best point guard we've had in a long time. But seeing Robin Lopez go, uh, he's a great center. I know Aaron is next to me. Uh, shaking his head and I, I've seen his tweets but you know if we could get Joe Kim Noah or another center to like you know help out Dwight Howard's Dwight Howard's I don't want Dwight Howard, want Dwight Howard. He's, not, he's not there I'd be excited but yeah. and then what about the finals 
Finals. Uh, going back to what Pedro said, you can't really deny how good LeBron is. And seeing him win that for his hometown, which is something he set out to do, was amazing. Seeing Iman Shumpert and J.R. Smith win their first chip before Melo was bittersweet. And Yeah, Mozgov too. Um, and J.R., I think his uh, post-conference speech about his parents yeah. was very emotional. And then after that, that, he follows it up with with no shirts and Barack Obama telling him to put a shirt on. Right. Yeah, they all took their shirts off. Right. They followed suit. Uh, Shumpert. Shumpert. They started selling a shirt, which was JR's body up to the sleeve (laughs) (laughs) of no shirt on. So, you know, it's a movement when that happened. And even Obama... uh, Told the coach oh, yeah. of the Cavs uh, I saw that. to tell his players to put shirts on. So, <laughs> shout out to the shirtless. Hoy, what did you think of the finals, man? Yeah, well, first of all, who were who were you? Well, first of before all of that, how do you feel about Derrick Rose? Uh, to be honest, y'all, I don't watch sports. <laughs> Word. All right, Aaron, how do you feel about Derrick Rose? I love Derrick Rose. I, I mean, I loved him since uh, he was at Memphis. I think he was a great player. Obviously, not um, when the player, the same player as when he was the MVP. But I do think that he is um, a very, very good point guard that the Knicks can use on the court and off the court to um, lure potential new free agents yeah. um, with some stability and with some playmaking. Um, Real quick though, you guys are really not worried about him. I don't, cause I know he's nice, but I think I know more of his like injury history. I think I'm just being hopeful and optimistic that um, th- that that isn't gonna happen. But you know, it's happened a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so what you were saying. Like, the memes are incredible uh, <laughs> for Derrick Rose in, in New York. But I think as a fan uh, of the sport, seeing, like, an exciting player like that come to New York, like, I'm pretty sure he understands that people see him as an injury-prone player, but he still goes hard um, all the way. Like, he's very explosive. And I mean, yeah, and he's a better option than what you guys probably sure. had. Jose right? Calderon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think the coach would play him limited minutes, uh, like Amari Stoudemire. I think we juiced his knees uh, to perfection, so we'll be all right. And, um, I mean, he's going to sell tickets for sure. Yeah. That's like the one. And I think he's going to bring back some excitement to that team like that has just been lost in, in, in the last while. And, by the way, he was Westbrook before Westbrook was Westbrook. Yeah, like that definitely. MVP season, right? That's a good, good point. And that raw skill and talent can only be found in a Veladic environment. So, Ooh. you know, Ooh. it's a... Uh, no? That, <laughs> all right, getting nose around I was, was going to give it to you, but... Uh, Thank you. I thought like a country, you know. He's, he's, he's from the city of Chicago. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well... Um, but no, he really he really was like Westbrook before Westbrook, and if he can stay healthy, like I think exactly what you said, he'll he'll lower people. And um, going back to the just the Warriors talk, um, I just was as a person who um, I, I watched a lot of the Bulls because we had like WGN, and it was like I didn't really watch, I didn't really know what was going on. And this is like the first time where I was actually wanted to be like a part of 
watching something historic, and that's why one of the reasons why I wanted the Warriors to win. It would have been great. But on the other side, I was like, you know what? LeBron has worked really hard for this title, and so I wasn't going to be upset in the way that game went down, but I was, I was still like, I just really wanted it to be like, I was like in the era of the greatest team of all time to play. And now there's yeah. like that asterisk. And the same thing with the Patriots. I didn't want the Patriots to win, but I, the other, I just wanted like it's history. Yeah, it's history. I wanted to watch it happen. I want, and I didn't want people to like, now it's like the, the shade is just throwing about the, the what, 18 and one. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it was a great season and people are just going to, you know, make fun of it for, Twitter reasons, but I mean, you know. Yeah, I feel the same exact way. I think going into the finals, I was rooting for the Warriors because I figured I love seeing history. I think we all witness history all year, and it was really exciting to be a part of that. And, you know, like, you get tired as young men of our generation to have kind of older heads be like, well, nah, man, Michael Jordan, you know, the Bulls, 1996, yeah. 96, you know. Six in a row, like that gets a little annoying. Just always being kind of sunned and being like, oh, well, you know, this was the golden era. And I was kind of looking forward to being like, well, you know, during my You're lifetime, my era, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. now we saw the greatest team. Um, and we, we didn't get that. But I think as the series went on, the Cavs almost kind of won me over. I, yeah. I, you know, as the series went on, I saw how hard like Tristan Thompson was fighting. I saw. Kyrie showing up to the moment and like, you know, redeeming himself for not being able to play last year. I saw Tyron Lue coaching a hell of a series, like out coaching Steve Kerr and LeBron. And LeBron obviously He's being a side coach. historic. <laughs> yeah, LeBron being the assistant LeBron coach. LeBron is a GM, coach, <laughs> <laughs> leader. Yeah, and I just saw all these things. And I'm just like, damn. Like, I kind of want the Cavs to win now because I feel like they do deserve it. And. It's almost a little more heartwarming than the team that everyone thought was going to win winning. So it was know. it was weird. I have to say I like agree with that. The whole year I've been like rooting for Curry and the the Golden State Warriors. I'm like a fan of shooting. As you guys could tell, we were playing ball. I don't dribble much. I just stand on the line and shoot. So like, I kind of look up to Curry in that way. That like, I play somewhat his style. N nothing like him, but and he's the everyday man. He's six. Yeah, he's like, like the you everyday. Could, you could be that good if if you shot that way and worked on yeah. your. That's so why I think, he's so good in the market too. Yeah, if you think about it, I think that made it a little disappointing. Just because, like you said, he's been uh, or the team has been breaking records like the whole year. Laughed that we expected this to be like a done deal. I mean, I was, I was like. I get invested. I, invest, yeah. I invested my emotions into the Warriors, and uh, <laughs> I lost. But I, I don't think I think you you saw history like the three one comeback versus OKC. Mm -hmm. That was the third time it happened, and then yeah, you can't it, bring it, that down. And, and, then the MVP. and then the last the last um, three three one. I mean the three game comeback at yeah. the end that's never been done. So that's yeah. history. as a fan who's who follows soccer more, um, but. I guess I'm getting more into basketball. Like, I really appreciated the season overall. For sure. Mm -hmm. Both Super Curry sad. and LeBron. And real quick, to the point that Joao was saying about old people 
Sunning has been the new. That's why, in a way, like the last game, I was kind of happy for LeBron because he's the one that's compared to Jordan, and that's true. I can't wait till Jordan is not at the top anymore. I'm sorry. Which is, <laughs> which is, um, Aaron. Before we get to your point, um, Troy Polamalu said, you know, the, the NFL Network always has those like recaps of like the Super Bowl and the year that they played the Steelers, um, or that the Steelers played the Cardinals. It came down to like one drive, right? Even after Antonio or. Uh, Holmes made that, Holmes. Uh, that, that catch. crazy catch. He said he kind of saw it in the bigger picture of like, this can still be a great story. They were 38 seconds away from winning, but it, if the Cardinals drove down the field, scored a touchdown, they would have won. Still could have been a great story. I kind of saw it in the sense that when I saw the series shift and like the Cavs, like, I was kind of like, okay, they're the underdogs. They can win this. Even if the Warriors lose, it is still a great story to like, mm-hmm. but just from a different perspective, like, just shift a little to the right and you see like, a man who was like berated for leaving a city, right, coming to Miami, becoming the best player in the world, so he could then come back, like play with that number one pick that they got while he was gone, take him to the finals, what they lost, right? Go the, back, yeah. that team's even better. The they won Game Seven, down three one. Like, there's always a good story. Yeah, the there. narratives are great either way. Yeah, for sure. And the, the the Warriors did have a ton of history, you know, best start ever, you know, unanimous MVP. 403s like they had a lot of history that's wild yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. we hit like three threes today and i was like oh this shit's crazy <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's clear the air right you know kevin uh john has mentioned this basketball game this morning and yeah they keep <laughs> alluding to this game <laughs> it, was a, it was a great game i think uh soft glass played an amazing uh stellar no oh, man come on mvp yeah, come on. uh yeah, by, by obvious choice Jack, you know, did some great threes. Clutch. Was. Kev was, you know, on the uh, wing doing a lot of different things. So being Kev, no. I have to pay my respect, <laughs> uh, but it's not over yet. It's going to be a long summer. Oh, so you heard it on the air. Damn, we just made this public. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get too excited now. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, you guys played, you know, great. Now you made me feel like I have to now congratulate you for. for <laughs> no, but you, there was it was actually the most fun I've had playing basketball in a long, long time. Yeah, it's because it was very competitive, but at the same time, there, it was just so lighthearted, and it was just like a bunch of friends playing. And, and I you, haven't had that feeling since like I was playing basketball back in Florida with yeah. my friends. And like so. we're lucky because you know we live in the city and we got to do that. If yeah. you live like in a philotic environment, you're just oh, not. There it is. Hey. <laughs> Wait, what's, <laughs> no. what's, what's the time? Just on being that? Kev. Just no, being I, Kev. I got it. <laughs> Killing Kev. With that, I'm going to ask real quick Jack, what did you think about the finals? All right, he just shaved his head. He's, he's over. That's it. how hurt he he's is. He's done with basketball's real. done. So we'll be right back after a quick song break, and uh, we'll hit you with uh, Kev's favorite topic. Ooh. And now he'll have. A lot of people to communicate this baseball yeah and copa and copa be right back on group chat oh
out in the alley with my boys in the stolen caddy. I was shooting the breeze, blowing some weed, and every now and then I sip some Hennessy. And after my niggas was buzzing, we probably was looking for trouble. Uh oh, here come the popo, y'all better touch that gate real quick and tuck your bank low. Don't think I forgot where I come from though, cause I know Cleveland, Ohio for sure, where we slumped over the snow. I'm from the streets, the streets of Cleveland is mandatory. You need it, cause niggas are catching slipping and niggas are lead to reading. From when they set up a ball, catch us anywhere. Grab a couple of my St. Clint niggas, take us anywhere. We don't care, I know that, take care of that. We go like that, then it go like that, that's Cleveland. It's mandatory to leave these niggas bleed up. And you can never hate against bone, you're wrong. You know we brung it on, so we No surrender With a gun in a hand Run wild in the land With a pocket full of boulders Popo knew they couldn't hold us Swinging these dogs Come from the shoulders And the older niggas They told us You gotta get down for your hustle Got glass to show you this muscle Get the money Little nigga don't struggle Plus no bitch nigga That's the rules What my Cleveland niggas said to me For the ones that gave this game to me I'ma push this shit I'm City by Bone Thugs and Harmony. And staying on Cleveland for a moment to transition to baseball, the Indians. Have you guys seen the movie Major League before? Anyone? No. Nope. So basically, it's a it's a movie about like a fictional movie about the Cleveland Indians and like they're doing really bad. That part is not fictional. And, <laughs> and uh, so they have a really horrible team. And they get all these like ragtag players from across the country, and one of the players has this like voodoo doll shrine in the movie, and it's one of the forces, quote unquote, that leads to them eventually like becoming a good team and all this stuff. So this season, the actual Cleveland Indians, two players, have made their own similar shrine. <laughs> And it's working. The They're Indians doing are doing well. Eight-game <laughs> winning streak right now. Oh wow! So it's just funny how like they're taking that idea from a movie, but it's actually working out. Oh, it's great. <laughs> That's great. It's funny how like what is it? Since '64, Cleveland didn't have a championship. Yeah, yeah. and they uh, might have Jim Brown, right? two this yeah. year. Which is incredible. But baseball time, guys! It's so exciting. <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll keep it for the Miami guys. You know, in Miami oh, okay. team, Miami that. Marlins, yeah. Ichiro, everyone knows Ichiro Suzuki. He totally. passed Pete Rose <laughs> for <laughs> most professional hits with 4,256 hits. 
in MLB. That sounds like a lot. He's like 16 right now, away what? from 3,000 oh. in MLB. Because the thing is, this guy used to kill in Japan. Before he even came oh, to this country, Ichiro, yeah, yeah, Ichiro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now it came yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, he was on the Yankees, right? He was in the Yankees. Yeah, okay. And yeah. now he plays for the Marlins. Right, he won a championship. With Dude the is like forty-two and still killing. Didn't he win a championship with the Yankees? Oof, was he in the Yankee team? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Fact check. I'll fact check it. Yeah, but I think he came like the year or two after. But yeah, he was like a Mariner, and now he's in Miami breaking records like Curry. <laughs> Speaking about uh, Pete Rose real quick He finally got inducted to the Reds Hall of Fame I don't know if you saw that You guys don't know Pete Rose He's no, like yeah. the leader in hits yeah. in baseball But he's not allowed like into any Hall of Fame Because as a coach he was like gambling right. And supposedly he used to gamble against his own team So it's like corruption And maybe he used to lose games on purpose yeah. But I guess they forgave him man He's in the Cincinnati Hall of Fame, not really the Baseball Hall Baby of Fame. Steps. Baby yeah. steps. Uh, real quick, Freddie Freeman hits for the first cycle in that movie. The cycle for you guys, that's when, you know, there's four bases in baseball. Mm -hmm. That's when you get a hit for each base. So you have to have a home run, a triple, a double, and a single in a game. Wow. It's rare. It doesn't wow. happen. probably happens like two or three times a season. Wow. It's like a triple-double or something. No, it's Because a triple-double happens. It's no, it's way... Yeah, oh, like it happens yeah. once or twice a season. Oh, okay. So it's like a yeah triple-double in like the 50s in all categories. Yeah, like maybe. 2020-2010 Yeah, yeah. That's that's close. Um, Albert Pujols, the man. Um, he just passed Harmon Killebrew for 11th all-time in home runs. Uh, next is Mark McGuire and Frank Robinson. And... That's it for baseball, I think. Oh, that's it? Oh, the freak. You guys don't know the freak? He's Tim Lincecum. Oh, yeah. He was pretty much done. He was with the San Francisco Giants his whole career. He got, like, two Cy Youngs. He won, like, three World Series with them. And then he messed up his arm. And he was, like, out for good. Like, they released him. But he got surgery. He's been recovering. And the Angels picked him up like last month and he pitched his first game and I don't think he gave up a run he pitched six innings like double A or no a? the Angels oh and the Anaheim Angels and he pitched pretty well and gray hair that guy yeah <laughs> didn't he um he won two titles with Giants or just three won? three three the Giants pretty much win anytime it's an even year so they're assuming wow. they're gonna win this year too wow since 2000 yeah they're good wow. they're in first place in the I know West. Yo, San Fran is blessed. They have yeah, every yeah, good man. team. Huh? Uh, not football, uh, I guess. I mean, this is the turning year, apparently, right? They've got a new coach. San, the 49ers. They were 49ers. Years ago. Yeah, with, yeah. They've, yeah. They've been that year that they went, didn't they go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like three yeah. Super Bowls ago. Um, against the Ravens, the Battle of the yeah, Brothers. Yeah. The Hardball coaches. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they are blessed anyway. Good for Cleveland. <laughs> and let's talk some Copa America mm -hmm. Centenario 100th year anniversary for Copa America US has never won And it continues They've never <laughs> gotten anything better than 4th place I believe Oh Copa America <laughs> It's like 
not as big as the World Cup, but it's like the World Cup for the Americas. So pretty much North America, Central America, and South America, and even the Caribbean islands, right? Yeah. Because I feel like Jamaica was in there. Jamaica was in there. I think they might have been invited. It's like the um, America's version of the Euros. Of the Euros. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, just like a an attempt to make um, a tournament during the half year uh, i mean mm -hmm. during the half cycle of uh, the world, the world cup, cup and you know get the teams going get some press get some money get money. some yeah you know that's smart who did uh ronaldo play for portugal, portugal. But oh, that's portugal. in the euros and the euros going on right now oh the euros are going okay yeah, that's simultaneously both yeah. tournaments are going yeah okay mm -hmm. so um they're, they're they just started the knockout stages in the euros and um the game the, there's a final tonight uh, for the Copa America. And that's uh, Sunday, uh, June 26th. Yeah. So we already got to the final. So it's Chile versus Argentina. Who doesn't love Messi? Everyone's rooting for Messi. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like the two best teams in the tournament, though, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Argentina is the number one team in the world. And um, they definitely flexed on the United States. <laughs> that was... Know. That was like the group chat versus. Oh! Pass the mic to Andre. Andre has something to say. You strike that from the record. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just playing with you. I'm just playing. Going back to the Copa, you mentioned Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Jamaica was in there. Um, I was surprised too. I didn't know Jamaica had like good soccer players like that. And they got invited. You said. I'm not sure. Yeah, they were, they were part of the tournament, and. Yeah, they got eliminated the first round, but but yeah, I think you probably see them the next Copa America too, which is surprising just because like I don't know the islands had soccer like that. Because real quick, you know, I went to Jamaica last year uh, to visit it. my family, and you know where we were staying was very Vladic, you know. Uh, oh, you know, all right. I knew it was coming. <laughs> That's two. <laughs> But yeah, back back to Copa America. So, four teams. Let, I'll just because this is a lot of teams. You can imagine for other countries, but we'll just get to like the quarterfinals. It was the U.S., Argentina, Colombia, and Chile. The U.S., as Aaron mentioned, got killed by Messi and his crew with Argentina, three zero. And in that same game, Messi, four, oh god, four zero. <laughs> We've seen worse though in the cup. Seen yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Seven zero, seven. We ones. saw some seven zeros and seven ones. But that same game, Messi scored his fifty-fifth goal, passing Gabriel Gabriel Bautista from Argentina for most international yeah, goals for the team, which is all time, all time Number one. for Argentina. Yeah, fifty-five. But he's also going for, like, the most professional goals. So in, like, a couple years, we might be hearing some more about that. And Colombia and the U.S. played for third place. And, again, U.S. letting us down. <laughs> they only got beat 1-0, but they were playing super sloppy. Me and Aaron were actually talking about it earlier. The U.S. is just not... Like a soccer country. Like, what's the problem? 
What's the what's the issue with the like? How come we don't have there's like, this like like over? There's a huge sample size. It's not like yeah. this team or last I, team. I, I think like, it has to do. I agree. Like I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, I'm because I root for Ecuador because my parents are from over there. Um, mm-hmm. So that's my team internationally, and they lost to the United States. Yeah. And even though I thought Ecuador was playing better, um, the United States were able to score one more. But you could tell that they were playing a little um, soft, I guess. The U.S.? Yeah, the U.S. They, they play, like, timid. And these South American teams, they're very, like, body-to-body. You know, it rough. comes, like, natural with you know, them. It's, it's I think yeah. it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Like, straight up, I think it's a cultural issue. And you well, s- I guess issue in this sense because they, they keep losing. I mean, we're talking about countries. Um, I, I visited Brazil last year. And literally, wow, that's that's big. Dude. Yeah, it's, it is like a religion over there. Like everything yeah. stops. You could barely get a snack off the sidewalk because they're watching the game. So you have to wait until the play's over to get um, to get whatever you're gonna get. And these are very passionate people. But I feel like in this country, it's, it's not really like that. It's picking up though. Even though, um, yeah, like there's a lot of soccer stars who come to the United States to play in the MLS. But it's still looked at as like a retirement home for them. Like Beckham yeah, came here to LA. Um, David Villa, who was a superstar in the World NYCFC. Cup. NYCFC. Yeah, he's he's in here in New York. But yeah, Pirlo's here too. But um, no, yeah, I was gonna say when I I watched the game last night, the match last night, and I just it just you could just tell when, for example, if you watch the Olympics and you watch the the NBA uh, or the basketball. The men's Olympics, and you watch the USA play, and you watch other teams like, you know, even like Dominican Republic, for example. They'll have like Al Horford, but mm-hmm. other than that, you just you can see the players thinking on the court constantly. Yeah, yeah agree. Whereas USA basketball, you see it's so fluent, fluent and natural and mm-hmm. instinctive, you know. And I feel like culturally, we haven't developed really an instinctive nature. Or a style Or a style Or just like You you could tell like You definitely see that on the field You know You could see it on the field That they overthink things Like they just They don't It doesn't come I don't even want to say that Because they're professional Obviously They're they're professional Like they're This country's greatest players But even so You could just tell I don't know if it's A physical thing Or a mental thing Or You could just tell There's a difference In how they play Which is, is also interesting Because um I feel like all, almost all the teams were missing a couple of players like mm-hmm. Neymar which is probably one of my favorite players um, he didn't play for Brazil and they're holding him out for the Olympics because I, I believe that they think that's a better tournament for them so um, so I'm looking forward to that the Olympics is going to be good and hopefully we see um, a rematch between Brazil and Germany because last time yeah. was very bad oh yeah but yeah yeah man so, do you have something to add here? About the state of American soccer? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're decades yeah. behind. Yeah. I think that... Um, Centuries. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. I, to be honest, maybe like a half century behind. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't. I know, I think, you know, Joao said that this isn't going to happen, but I really think like in order for soccer to become... For us to become as good as soccer, the NFL needs to go like that route for uh, it is true for for um, you know our talent to go that way like just needs to go because 
there are so many people playing, you know, college football, football, football is such a corporate thing. Um, and it's such an American thing. Yeah, it's right. such an American thing. And even the way the MLS is structured, it's structured like an American uh, um institution with like franchises and salary caps whereas like in england it's liverpool can't go anywhere Mm -hmm. liverpool is liverpool that's the club you're not going to relocate Mm -hmm. and there is no salary cap you know like like ronaldo's getting paid so much money because he's that damn good Mm -hmm. and you know i think there's just like just a, a shift you know there needs to be a shift in like where our because uh, it isn't just like athletic you know like there were like um like messi's not tall you know he's 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 pretty fast but like there are faster people in the world but he's just so technically gifted and he was technically gifted at nine years old you know because yeah. because the people before him were so technically gifted you know so yeah it's it's a lot of things but i feel and i almost feel like here in the u.s Coming from like a youth perspective, soccer is a very like suburban mm-hmm. sport. Very. It's like you know what I mean. Like it, like inner city kids don't play soccer. And if you look at any other sport, they're all inner city kids. Right. That's what <laughs> in those yeah. sports, yeah. inner city kids are playing basketball and football. Derrick Rose. I mean, just the Vladic a- kids, however, <laughs> <laughs> are not. Like like no. uh, Aaron was saying, he said um. Messi was gifted like Spain the club Barcelona bought him at the age of 13 I believe and they invested money in him and his family they brought him to, to Spain wow. so he could live there train there and you know practice makes perfect but I don't see like the United States ever making a decision like that no. yeah just like financially investing like that in anyone yeah, yeah. like what like think of a, of a suburban mom uh, being like okay with uh, you know like Tyler going to the Netherlands, you know, and, yeah. and playing there, you know, and maybe uprooting the whole family, but like that's not, right? You know, I don't think that that's they're up for that. But you right. know, if, if 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 it's somebody who doesn't really have a way, or like if this is like someone's like approaching you, it's like this is the future. We're building like a future for you and for your family, and maybe for the for their for the next generation of your family, you know, mm-hmm. come with us. And we'll set you up at PSG, and we'll you know set you up with um, whatever you need. Right. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Let's definitely have a long way to go till then. But let's take a quick song break, and we'll be right back with uh, some music news on Group Chat. Group Chat. Yes. 
And we're back on group chat. That was She's American by the 1975. Five. Our guilty pleasure here on group chat, apparently. Yeah, it is. Oh, my guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty, though. No, I know you love them. Oh, okay. Well, yo, love. That's a big it's word. It's all love. <laughs> Speaking of love, last episode we talked about... I mean, we've been talking about for... Couple episodes about Chance's new project, but we were talking last episode specifically about how, despite his album Coloring Book only being available for streaming and like generally free, it still topped the charts. And we were like, oh, you know, the Grammy should consider that because they、yeah. had this stupid rule that free music is not eligible. And since last episode, they made a change to that ruling. So now he's eligible for next year. That guy keeps breaking like, records as a. Like, he's so young in the things he's doing and the influence that he is on Chicago. What it, like, whether you like his music or not, you have to respect it. Like, it's so great to see. And speaking of doing it your way, we've talked about this before. He's not supposed to be famous. Like, he's the weirdest. like... Dorkiest guy, but he's awesome and he's so him all the way through, and he's gained such a following for that.、Um, really quick, did you guys enjoy his album?、Uh, because you guys weren't here for that episode. We're going to talk more music soon, but just really quick, how'd you guys feel about his, his new music?、Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it was okay. I definitely have to give it another listen to. I think a lot of the sounds were kind of all over the place.、Um, it was like、yeah. this gospel trap. Kind of thing, and not that it was bad. I feel like it's interesting the fact that you know he can kind of play with that.、Um, but yeah, I just like some more consistency, I guess,、For、in、sure. a in a sound. For sure.、Uh, I wasn't particularly、uh, excited about the album when I listened to it. I did like the gospel inspiration. You know, I grew up in church.、Um, I think my favorite song was the one with Kirk Franklin on the second half. That to me, like, I keep going back to.、Um, But、I thought you was, said you liked the one with Lil Yachty.、Uh, I'll pass it to Aaron now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Lil Yachty one.、Yeah. Aaron, you were actually on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, you already know what I thought. I loved、yeah. it.、Um, Chance the Rapper, he's an awesome dude. I just like the vibe he gets. Like, a lot of celebrities seem fabricated, but I feel like he looks like a real guy that I would actually like, care to meet. Type of, type of situation.、Um, bless you. I, <laughs> I,、uh, after hearing the verse in The Life of Pablo, I, was, I think I was searching for that energy in this album and I was really excited, but it didn't, I didn't get that. But I think the music is not bad, it's cool, but it wasn't the vibe that I, I think I was looking for these past couple weeks since、yeah. it's dropped, so I haven't been paying it too much attention. Although I like the last song. Um, blessings too. Blessings, the second one. Yeah. I, I put that on repeat for a couple. That's an awesome, long, awesome song. A lot of emotion. And the bars he has about like Kanye and, and、yeah. stuff. Like, I like that stuff a lot. I think he's like the best artist out right now that has yet to make a great album. Yeah. But like, he's so good. Like, he's, he's awesome. God love the bars. Yeah.、Um, Speaking yeah. of albums and projects, we're going to go around real quick and. Talk about our, not talk too much, but list out our favorite albums of the year so far because we're at the midpoint of the year.、Uh, Kev, you want to start us off? Oh, God.、Um, I've 
I wouldn't say I've been like super happy with all the releases, but I've I've found a couple that I'll probably stick to that we might bring up again at the end of the year. Um, Brockhampton, Anti, believe it or not. All right. And uh, Anti by Rihanna. Oh, Anti by yeah. Rihanna. All American Trash by Brockhampton, and just just to mention one more, you know, the, the the guilty pleasure. I'm really liking the 1975 album. I actually, what's it called again? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's that album for 1975 from 2016. <laughs> it's called "I Like It When if You, you guys, Sleep." Yeah, for you are so beautiful yet so unaware of it. Yeah, that's the title of the album. <laughs> um, yeah, really elaborate. Yeah, they couldn't capture that feeling yeah, in like words. But yeah, I've been uh, listening to those. I, I I really like their sound. It, it like reminds me a lot of like music that I feel like my parent or my dad and my uncle would play from like the eighties. Although they're nineteen seventy five, I think they're more relatable to like the eighties yeah. and like that pop sense and. It's a sound I really like, like the more upbeat songs and yeah. What about you, Joao? Uh, I think I keep going back to the Radiohead album just because I love Radiohead, and I just started listening to the River Tiber album uh, called River Indigo what? Tiber. Oh, okay. I used to call I used to call him River Tiber, and then I heard Kei Trinata call him River Tiber. I think in an we interview. all called it River Tiber. Yeah, and I would assume Kei Trinata knows, considering like that's his friend. So I'm just gonna trust that he knows how to spell or pronounce his friend's name. But um, yeah, I started listening to the River Tiber album, and off of the two or three listens I've given it, I really like it. He's clearly inspired by Radiohead, so there's that connection, like. Obviously, I'm going to gravitate towards it. And uh, the James Blake album, I keep going back to it. There's just something about... There's still something very like en- enigmatic about it. Like, I'm still trying to almost, like, unlock it, you know? I've been, like, fiddling with the lock for a couple months now, and I still... I feel like there's something there that I, keeps bringing me back. Um, so I've really enjoyed that album. Um, and those, th- I guess those three are currently that's the thing about this year is there's been a lot of music but i haven't been blown away mm-hmm. completely yet and maybe that'll come with time maybe that'll come with just multiple listens you know but as of right now that's what from this year i'm that's the thing i keep listening to like last year's music <laughs> it was just so good yeah if but, i could add like current to yeah, this list currents <laughs> like yeah uh, <laughs> my team and pilot everything that came out last year basically but um what about you, Juan? I'm, I'm with you. I don't have much to say on this one. Um, I've got a few anticipated for next year, but we'll get to that. Um, I think a lot of good songs came out this year, like right. individual songs. I think the Chance album, not a lot of replay value in that. Or Lemonade. Is anyone still listening to Lemonade? Stop it. It's like, uh. <laughs> um, I enjoyed James Blake's album, The Color and Everything. Uh, Moonshade Pool by Radiohead. Skept his album more than I thought I would. Um, that's Konnichiwa. And probably uh, Jamie Woon making time is like what I've been listening to the most, even though that came out last year. That album is so awesome. And Hiatus Coyote's album that also came out last year. And Tame and Paul's album that also came out last year. So I've just still been on last year's music. Um, 
but yeah. Hoy, what about you? <clears throat> um, so I would agree with you guys. I feel like there's been a lot of great songs, but not particularly great albums. Yeah. Um, but one, I guess, that sticks out for me is the All American Trash by Brockhampton. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's been something that I've been going back to a few times. Uh, also, gonna throw Drake in the mix. Um, uh, I do. Oh, <laughs> right. Jack, I, I mean, like, I don't. I don't feel no like. Hate I don't feel like. Come judgment free zone. I don't feel like views is a classic. Um, but Drake has this effect where you listen to him one time, you're like, ah, it's just kind of whack. And then you listen to him two or three more times, you're like, all right, Drake, okay. Dude, I stand with, like, a few good songs on that album. Like, I, I agree with you. There, there are some songs that I think... I think that song Nine's cool. Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. So it's cool to see that you're getting replay value out of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't don't let me down, Dodger. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron just whispered the same in my ear. <laughs> I want to say the life of Pablo, but I know it's going to be a controversial decision. Oh, my God. All right. Um, if you can, please pass the mic and get out. <laughs> so, so I won't. Um, I think the James Blake album is cool. I can't say it's my fave, but the River Tiber, Tiber uh, project is definitely one of my faves right now. And Masego, he just released an EP, Loose Thoughts. I like that a lot. Um, so those are probably like my two. And if I can add Anderson Pack. Uh, oh. Uh, Malibu was, was yeah. great. I'll pass it along to Aaron wait, wait, right wait, now. Hold on, really quick. I'd right. love to get your um, your opinion. On, well, how come? Like, what about the Kanye album? Do you like, and why do you think it's getting so much hate? Uh, I don't know. I think we have these expectations of Kanye of what we want to hear, and you know, obviously, he's an amazing artist. Probably like someone that we look up to for our generation, as far yeah. as like. I don't know, like making, you know, next level things. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm not sure why it is. It's getting this backlash. I guess it's just not something we're accustomed to hearing. Yeah, and a, so. a lot of young people are gravitating towards it. So like, right, it's it's cool. Maybe because we've been listening to all of this stuff, or a lot of people hating on it have been listening to a lot of his experimental stuff for so long, and this isn't that. That's right. probably why. It's summer barbecue music. That's what yeah. people say. Dude, that's I think awesome that's that you're getting really like is. your replay value out of that. I haven't been pressing play too much, but I just, I just want to say it for shock value. Yeah. All right, Aaron. All right, so my favorite album last year, uh, this year is uh, Malibu by Anderson Peck. Wait a minute, that's Whoa. that's Dondre's yeah, album. Dondre's yeah. Yeah. No, you can't take Dondre's. <laughs> um. <laughs> great sound, you know. He's got a great voice. It's great. His features are really, they come through really well. <laughs> Yo, did Dondre show you that album when it came out? No, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> uh, all um, and I, I did like um, Rihanna's Auntie. And um, also, uh, Ro James is El Dorado. My Ooh, brother, yeah. my brother Ro James. Came out with a really great R&B album, El Dorado. Great voice. He's killing it right now on tour, right? He's, yeah. He's been performing all over the place. Yeah. It's awesome. So uh, check that one out. That's a really great album. Especially the Malibu one, which is mine. <laughs> check your Twitter, Dundra. You have one less follower. <laughs> Pedro, what were your favorite albums um, so far? So I think I, I after hearing you, your guys' own list i definitely do my favorite album of the year by replay replay value yeah for sure and um this year's 
has been like a, a checkpoint uh, in my life for graduating college and all that. Congrats. Congrats, Congrats. yeah. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Congratulations to all the graduates out there. Um, but yeah, so views came out right on time. Um, so I've been replaying that a lot. And <laughs> um, I'm going to say the life of Pablo as well. Like that, it was an experience for me. Um, you went to the listening party yeah. with Jack. Yeah, yeah, me and Jack actually went, and that's why it was so. Um, it was so like such an experience album. Um, usually, like music is like a checkpoint to me. I mean, like a like a timestamp almost. For sure. So um, I felt it instantly at that time, and it was like that time where it was my semester was rounding up almost, and that's why I play it sometimes. But I'm li- really listening to views now. Um, and if I find a song to be my favorite, I try to find the, um, the value in the next song. So I'll just keep switching it. But we'll see. I have to check out all these albums that you guys have been saying. <laughs> no, that's, that's honestly the best part of the show. Like, I've learned about so many artists through Jack and Kev. And Joy and I kind of listen to the same shit. But, yeah. but, but through, you know, all of you guys and your albums and stuff, like, we just kind of spread the word and all try to listen to cool stuff so yeah i just want to say like from listening to you guys i think collectively you all said tim and paula at some point maybe like the first episode and from that point like i definitely downloaded the album it was like all right oh, tim and paula yeah do you like it yeah i love it i love all it right, yeah. awesome. <laughs> and part of the reason i like the auntie one is because she has like a straight tim and paula ripoff and i'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like yeah this is exactly what i need now our harshest critic <laughs> jack so, I'm going to do, like, my favorites and then just some quick mentions. My two favorites were Brockhampton's All-American Trash and actually Red Hot Chili Peppers' new oh, album, oh, wow. The Getaway. It's really good. Like, in the past, I've listened to their stuff and, like, I like some songs, but I've never been, like, super crazy about them or anything. But this album I really liked. And... uh Quick honorable mentions, Jerry Paper, Toontime Raw. I hadn't heard of him, but Tyler tweeted out about it, and I checked it out, and it's, it's cool. It's like something different. Barney Artist, Painting Sounds, Jordan Rakai, Cloak, both of them are from London, and they actually are part of this podcast with this guy, Tom Mish, and another guy, Alpha Mist, and they're all, they're all really good. And then final ones, Frankie Cosmos, Next Thing, like an alternative rock band. And then two thes, The Help, and also The 1975. Yeah, yeah thank God. I forgot to mention The Help's uh, Twin Center album that I listened to way more than I thought I would, so that's awesome. That's what's up. Uh, real quick, let's just get kind of like a consensus. What are some albums we're looking forward to for the rest of the year that we know are coming Man, out? Frank. Oh, Frank, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. We don't know you, if that's do, coming out. Do you guys out. think it's coming? Like, do you feel it? I this don't is think the it's year. I mean, I didn't think uh, it was going to come. And then I saw on Instagram that somebody had listened to it. I thought it wasn't exist. I, I, th- I thought it didn't exist, but it if, exists. If somebody listened to it, Chance has said that Frank's working on something, and so did uh, James Blake. That could be bullshit. Yeah, whatever. But two Tons artists that come out say. with music around this time, like I don't know. I feel like even if it's not this year, it'll be next year. Like I, I hope think it, we'll it comes something. with an explanation too, like why you took so long. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I don't think he owes an explanation. You know what I mean? mean, yeah, no. I, I mean, he definitely doesn't, but. 
I hope. Like, <laughs> so, he, Maybe, I, he can make up for it with awesome music. Yeah, like, yeah, like I think then all will be just uh, silent. Make everybody silent and just listen just to like, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's it for you. Just yeah. the Frank album. American uh, Boyfriend. Kevin Abstract. It's gonna be crazy. Oh yeah. All of Rockhampton that's, like releasing stuff like Matt Champion, Joba, Rodney Tenner. Like, is there a release date for American Boyfriend? Late August at the moment. Okay. Um, and also, Dev Hines' album is coming out. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be out. So we'll probably discuss July 1st. it. Yeah. yeah. And Caliucci's. And yeah. Real quick. I, and I'm Donald, a, of course. Donald. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. But um, I'm a big hip hop head. And um, two of my favorite lyricists are coming out with a joint. I don't know if it's an album or a mixtape. It's Fabulous and Jadakiss. Oh, and, true. Um, they have like this, especially Fab. He has like this old, like he loves the old school vibes, the '90 beats, and that's what I enjoy the most. Yeah. So I'm expecting good things from that. That's dope. A oh, reasonable doubt had its uh, anniversary yesterday. So shout out Jay Z. Uh, I'm uh, really anticipating Schoolboy Q's Blank Face. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, and also Late Bloom. Yeah. Oh, hey. oh, there we go. Wow, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I'm really anticipating the Tom Mish EP that drops on July 15th. Uh, I just found out he's 21, um, so that's going to be really amazing. Super young guy from UK that Jack was mentioning. Oh, yeah, Frank Ocean. Yeah. Period. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got the Schoolboy Q album. I'm looking forward to that. I hope he just does, like, grime Schoolboy Q, like to the T because I think he went a little I hate to use the word but like grimy or like grimy like just not like grime UK not like grime not like grimes though either right not like grimes Um, (laughs) because I think his last album and I hate to use this word but like it was a little mainstreamy Um, I wanted to kind of go back to that sound and from the singles that I've heard that's the case yeah Habits and Contradictions was to me like the thing that stood him out and he is um, pretty versatile for like being not low key some of the best ad libs in the game yeah and but like the way he can just like hop on like various um kind of like sounds and do really well on them I, I he think was on Dondre's favorite album uh, Malibu album right Dondre yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was on, yeah. he was on there yeah he uh <laughs> it's so I didn't know it was him on there yeah, yeah. what's the name of that song again uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did his thing yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but also just a, uh, the Blood Orange album. Uh, I can't wait for that. That's uh, Freetown Sound or something. Can't wait. And then finally, Donald's album. And I hope, prediction, he drops the Childish Gambino moniker. Word. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, all I mean all the stuff you guys said is I'm really looking forward to. But I think uh, Boney Vera might come out with some music too. I know that they're going to start touring again. And uh, one of my favorite bands when I was a teenager named Brand New, they are supposedly dropping an album as well. Probably they say their last album, which is crazy. I was listening to them in 2003, mm-hmm. 2002 or 2003. So, so yeah, it's, it's going to be weird them finally breaking up. But uh, we'll be uh, well, what, what do you got to say, bro? Just a quick fact check, track six. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. That's that's the name of it. Oh, am to, I wrong? As he looked it up on, on his phone, <laughs> you, you were wrong. 
All right, we'll be right back after a quick song break, and uh, we'll get into our book club when we get back. We'll be back in group chat. Featuring Schoolboy Q, track six on that album. <laughs> All right, guys. So we do this thing here on group chat called the book club. Book club. And it is time for the book club. So uh, book club is just a segment we do where we, in the previous episode, we'll assign. Usually it's a movie or an album. And we all listen to it so that we can come back in the next episode and have an open discussion about it and just kind of take on this piece a little bit more in depth than we usually would. And it's also an opportunity for us to introduce each other to things we haven't heard before, things we haven't seen before. So it was, it was actually my turn this past week, and I chose Badly Drawn Boys, The Year of the Bewildered Beast. Uh, and this was, what's up? 
Cool Not title. as long as the 1975. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this album was... <clears throat> I think I mentioned it briefly last time. When I was a freshman in college, it was like my first semester, first time away from home. I remember being at the library studying for like my first ever exam in college. And I was listening to Pandora and this one song came on. Now that you guys have heard the album, by the way, it was uh, Magic in the Air came on. And I was just, for whatever reason, it, it just like scored that moment in my life. Kind of like Pedro, we were talking about music does the same exact thing for me where it like, books, it like bookmarks, you know, these moments. And then that music is forever tied to that point in your life. So I think it was just a combination of where I was in my life, what I guess like my soul needed at the time, and the sense of uh, adventure that I felt being in college for the first time. And for I don't know why, like I just remember listening to this album out on the green, like laying out on the green and listening to the whole album like over and over. And I want to hear what you guys thought about it because honestly, I couldn't get through it without being transported back to that moment. And every time, it's crazy, I would, I'd play a song, I'd want to listen to it objectively, you know, I'd want to listen to it like with analytical ears, and then like 30 seconds in, I'm just like time warped. Right. Yeah, back to being 18 and just like being like a kid again and I'm just and it I kept getting clouded by nostalgia so I couldn't do it like I just ended up listening to it and daydreaming the whole time and I don't even know if it's good that's what's crazy like I don't know if the album is good or not it could be terrible but my brain won't let me process it in any other way other than just like memory triggers and emotional triggers and I just I guess like that's the beautiful thing about music so I guess I just want to hear your guys' take on it well, for me, it was kind of similar in the sense to the book club we did with Joan. Oh, the War on Drugs. Yeah. That one time. <laughs> the title you can <laughs> lost, remember. Lost in, lost in the Dream. So, and I'm, what I mean by that is that it's a very cohesive album, and it feels like one long listen, but not in a bad way. It just kind of like an ongoing song almost and I didn't mind that I like that aspect to it because it's just kind of like like a journey in sound you know like I could definitely see how it paints that picture for you so vividly and it has like a very velotic mood to it. it does it actually does it's crazy it is very good very good yeah I liked it I uh, probably didn't connect with it as much as you did, but I enjoyed listening to it. So, Kev. You know, the only reason Jack did that was for the word. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even want to do book. No, I'm playing. That was good, though. Um, I didn't even think about it like that. It is like, I'll just say it. it it's not my cup of tea. It wasn't I, I figured bad. It wouldn't be. Why? I don't know. I just That's knew, weird. like, as I was listening to it, I was just like, yo, these guys are going to hate this shit. No, I didn't <laughs> hate it. And I'll actually, like, I don't know if I'll go back to the album itself, but I might go to, like, a couple of songs. Um, You might know them. I don't know if the other guys would, but um, Camping Next to Water. And they had that little... 
<laughs> that shit was dope. Yeah. I actually have that on my notes because like the strings were real dope. Yeah. <laughs> we were joking about strings earlier. Yeah. Um, another pearl mm-hmm. and delusion. Cool. Those three stood out that I might go back to them, but as I listened to it, I, I didn't know why I wasn't feeling it, and it was like. I kept thinking back to you saying that it was kind of like experimental for them. I haven't heard any other other work, but and it was like on a lot of the on a lot of the smaller tracks, you know, like the one two minute tracks. It was like weird. It was almost like too alternative. I don't even know. Are they like considered? It's actually one guy named Damon Go. Oh, it's one Damon dude. Michael Go. This is one guy, and that's just his music project, and he recorded it all himself. And you can tell. I mean, the the production quality sounds like a very like you can almost hear the space that he's in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like it's coming through a speaker. It sounds like you're hearing something coming from a room. You know, like he's performing. Like all the stuff is kind of mm-hmm. happening in the space. Um, so yeah, and it, and he that that was like his whole thing was. He loved to just do random things on purpose, almost to like screw with the listener. I was, yeah, there's this one track. I don't know if it was my iPhone or if it's actually like that, the song. Uh, I I don't even know if I got the name. There's this song where like the sound alternates between the left uh, earbud and like Mm -hmm. the right one. Yeah, that's I had to like change it. Yeah, it was for real. I thought it's, I was getting an ear infection like or something. Yeah. It was like, and I didn't have it that loud, but I was like, "Why?" And I, I know it was kind of cool in that way. Just yeah. I'll probably never. I don't know the name of it. That's the thing. But, he uh, he has like this was his first album, and he made like three more, I think, and they got progressively more like tame. You know, like. A little bit more traditional in sound, oh, and the song is actually called this song. This song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. said that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, he even like scored about a boy, the movie. So like he uh, he got more tame. This was like his first album, and for whatever reason, this is the one that stuck with me. And there, there's actually better songs, and maybe even better albums later in his career. But this one was just the the first one I heard and like has the most emotional meaning to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I signed it. But I feel you, bro. Yeah. Cause even listening to it, I was like, yo, this mix is terrible. <laughs> but I don't really care at all. <laughs> I guess kind of like I guess it's kind of like Kanye's album, you know what I mean? Where like the mix is just, you know, can be yeah. kind of not <laughs> what you're used to. But if it connects us, you know, emotionally, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. He could be yelling into the mic, and if you connect emotionally, like, who cares? John, had you heard it before? Uh, not before. Uh, I listened to it once. I didn't get to listen to it. Or no, I listened to it twice. I, w- I was, like, working to it, and then you just played it while we cleaned the house, doing dishes. The usual. The um, I think you were actually doing the dishes that time, <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah, I was doing dishes. Yeah. But what? I I heard it and I was listening to the album and I was just picturing you listening to the album and having a reaction <laughs> to it. But I, I, I don't know. I didn't really... It definitely felt like if I were younger, I would have enjoyed it more or if it were in a place in time. But it feels like something that a college kid would be drawn to. I can't um, say uh, I didn't do the same. I literally... No? I. 
tend to like listen if it's an album like on yeah. my commute back home I picture Joao like in this imaginary <laughs> dorm room with like white walls listening to it it was like the weirdest that, thing that's what that's what like <laughs> I thought about and uh, and for whatever reason I I mean I, I haven't heard it enough to like build my own um, connection to it but that's what I thought but I agree with Jack definitely Velotic uh <laughs> We're running out of time here And I gotta get it in somehow <laughs> So that's the way I'm using it And uh, we'll all be okay with that Can everyone sign off? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I'll come back strong next week Alright cool So that was this week's group or I actually heard it too Oh, oh Dungeon heard, heard it, it. Oh. You know. See what happens is we don't really recommend like, Or we don't tell our guests to do it but if they do yeah that's crazy it works out perfectly so you know inside scout you know Ooh, that's amazing all right dondre what did you uh what are your thoughts so i thought it was interesting that you mentioned transformation that you felt like you were it took you back to somewhere because for me i felt like i was thinking of like the foresty vibes like the woods and it was very chill and i i really did enjoy it like to work to you know to, like music to work to so yeah i enjoyed it it's a good Awesome. Good book club. Dope. You know what I think? I think that I listened to it so often, especially while I was like studying and doing things that my brain was actively working, you know, that it became ingrained in there as part of that experience, you know? So that's what's up, man. That's, I really, really was curious about this because I know, and I'm, I'm sure we all have these like weird nonsensical connections to certain music or certain sounds. sounds or even like TV shows or I'm sure if we go back and like watch the Rugrats again we're like yo this shit is trash like what is this but like back then it was amazing I heard mm. you're remaking that the yeah, Rugrats yeah. oh mm-hmm. my god they won't leave the 90s alone what is happening <laughs> but yeah so it's 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 really interesting to see to kind of disconnect and hear other people's perspectives so thank you guys for listening so yeah that was uh not too bad yeah appreciate it that was uh that was book club and we'll be right back after a commercial break and we talk about some uh commercial 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 music, music. Commercial music break <laughs> <laughs> commercial music break good recovery elevator music elevator music <laughs> we'll be back on group chat
Welcome back to Group Chat. That was Camping Next to Water by Badly Drawn Boy. Um, so, then we mentioned a couple E3 things last episode, and now that it's all wrapped up, we can kind of go over it and talk about it. And I know nothing about this stuff. So, Juwan and Kev, you guys take over. Kev, you want to take Aaron, the lead on this? You had some thoughts. Oh, and Aaron as well. Yeah, we have three. And Jack. Is it, does anyone else follow uh, like E3, E3 or play video games? Video games. Yeah. Te- technology. Cool, cool. The future. Electronic <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> Expo. E3. Kev. Three E's, yeah. What, what were some of the highlights from the show? Uh... Just real quick, uh, I'm I'm not a big fan, but Xbox One S, I think it's called. Yeah, the slimmer Xbox Project One. Project Scorpio. Doesn't look like a VCR. <laughs> yeah, it's like 50% smaller. It's supposed to stream and play 4K video and holiday season 2017. If you're looking forward to a new game or system, PlayStation VR still coming October. Four hundred dollars. They have 50 games confirmed. That was kind of shocking. Yeah, I don't know how much I believe. They're probably like two of them iPhone are like Star games. Wars. I've seen Star Wars is like Star Wars ha- had like three or four games supposedly in E3 and a Batman game. But yeah, yeah. this for my PlayStation old school fans, uh, Crash Bandicoot coming back. <laughs> it's coming remastered. back remastered. I'm excited. I actually seen some have... footage. I don't know if it was real, but. Well, what you saw was the Skylanders footage. They're, they're, he's also in like Skylanders, but they're remastering the first. The remaster, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then just a bunch of games I'm interested in. Watch Dogs Two, yeah, which I think Aaron and Joanne are also looking forward to. Yeah, the first one was not great in my opinion. Like it had a lot of potential and it just never achieved that. I thought the sec- the second one looks awesome in terms of like maneuverability and the location. So much smoother. There's like a little yeah, parkour element to it. It seems now. like they uh, built upon like the MMO world yeah. inside of it and it made it just a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. Like the first one seemed kind of like a little like ser- like heavy rain serial, yeah, you for know, sure. k- mm-hmm. killer type. Yeah. And also, it, it you makes sense. You can only wear a long coat. Yeah. <laughs> like, what long. color coat do you want to wear? It makes sense, too. Go to San Francisco where Watch Dogs is a game where you can hack stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they took advantage of that tech city where, like, you know, you got Silicon Valley. Close to Silicon Yeah, Silicon Valley. Apparently, you can go to, like, Oakland or, like, they're just taking all the boroughs and, like, putting them together. Mm-hmm. So, that's awesome. Um, also, God of War. That's for PlayStation as well. Zelda. I don't have a Nintendo system, uh, but the Zelda game looked... It looked like an open world Yeah, and game. that's all Nintendo should, by the way. Just Zelda. For, and it, it looks good. I mean, if you have a... Yeah, it's satisfying, I guess, for Nintendo fans. It was pretty nice. I mean, it, like, that was a lot of the things that people were saying, was just, like, how incredible that game looked to mm-hmm. play and looked just, like, just a very uh, promising game. Art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really quick, God of War also looked great. New camera angle over yeah. the shoulder. That's what I was like, gonna say. Yeah, yeah. It um, his I'm, son is in it or something. Yeah, that, that was the craziest part. It was of like it. emotional, <laughs> yeah. which God of War games are not. At the trailer, he he trains his kid to kill like a deer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he wants to put his his uh, hand on his back and he, like, to refrains. show emotion, and he yeah. doesn't. So it's like a it's like that, that's a cool element to it. Um, 
yeah. I, I have not. I've, I've never played the old games, but I've yeah. always been a fan, which is weird. They're but, always they're very arcadey from afar, like fixed mm-hmm. camera. So this one's like over the shoulder. It looks mm-hmm. like uh, the Last of Us kind of. Who yeah. doesn't want to be the Last of Us? It looks like Naughty Dog made this game, which, yeah. which made uh, the Uncharted series, which have all. I wouldn't mind if every game looked like the Last of Us. <laughs> it's probably my favorite game of all time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Horizon. Zero Dawn Another big that? hitter From Sony like Which that is another Playstation exclusive I think Yeah Amazing Which is crazy The Spider-Man game Spider-Man I was gonna bring game. that up Sorry, oh, sorry. The Spider-Man It was literally next On my sorry, list Sorry <laughs> no, I feel like Don no, no, no. Don't, don't worry <laughs> <laughs> So like Spider-Man is taking on Like an exclusive game With Playstation And, and supposedly It's real Time You guys seen the trailer Yeah Like yeah. that's real end game yeah, it's a that's game engine. Um, with a PS4, not like with a computer. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been seduced by that kind of stuff before. True. You know. Yeah, you got to be True. careful. The yeah. phrasing, because what an engine could mean is that they just used their engine to make cinematics for yeah. Yeah. a trailer, which isn't gameplay. If they said gameplay, that's completely different, but they didn't. But they, it, it's in, it it's did look set, like it had some gameplay mechanics. Like when he goes yeah. through the window, that looked gameplay-ish. That's true, me. yeah. And that to me was like the coolest. But in the way so like, cool. that like un- in Uncharted, it'll you'll your action will go into like into a cinematic, into a cinematic yeah. thing and then you'll bust out of it without so. having to use like quick time yeah. events or whatever but an original spider-man game so it won't be mm-hmm. this movie tie-in where they rush to mm-hmm. get the release date out it looks like maybe it'll be as good as the batman arkham games that would be mm-hmm. incredible that would be so I mean, probably by his outfit was that. strange in that too yeah, they want it to be original, so it didn't Very look like original. the movie. It looks too like original. the first comic, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm sure with those games, you'll get the option to pick different outfits or yeah. costumes. Yeah. Uh, so there was this game Detroit. I don't know if you guys seen. I thought it was interesting. as like very like choice consequence. Heavy rain. They showed yeah. yeah. So it was like a dude in the edge of a building with like a little kid, and he's like, "You're like a robot. You're like I robot." You're that person <laughs> But you're like a cop And He's just like Oh let him go And it gives you like Decisions And on that Supposedly there's like Hundreds of different outcomes That could happen It looked pretty interesting The graphics yeah. are uh, Titanfall Which is now Both for Playstation And Xbox I've seen like Reactions And people seem to like The game And Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. Win- uh, Wildlands Wildlands That looked it's pretty much what the division should have been, yeah. or I would say that, or um, the future of the division. I would say that it looked a lot better in the in the trailer, and then they showed some of the gameplay, and then it just I haven't a seen little, gameplay. I haven't it looked seen really. Gameplay. That's really not how people stale. talk online. Like they were like. They were like, Alpha, good to cover the left side of yeah, beta. No, yeah, like, yeah. Yo, my friends and I yeah, don't talk like that yeah. when we're playing. But that's the, game. the problem with like Ghost Recon games. Ubisoft does that a lot. Like all of their demos are these like people playing a game and talking like professional yeah, killers. So, like goes on your yeah. six kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, twelve o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, twelve o'clock shot. Yeah. <laughs> Ahead of me? Like, oh I'm dead. That's how that works. It's I great. haven't seen gameplay, but the trailer did look pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. It did look awesome. That's good. Um, also, uh, Sea of Thieves, Microsoft, uh, you're just, uh, it's this cartoony, like, pirate game, and it's all online, you can just, like, navigate ships and stuff, and it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, no, that was, no, which one was that, the, the fox-looking dude? Staff or something, I don't know. Oh, yeah, like, man. Maybe, like, a blindfold, if I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably sure making I'm up a game on the spot right no, now. No, 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 you probably... <laughs> 
Yeah, I probably just forgot. But that and Gears of War 4 is also out of the Microsoft press conference. Two games that I'll probably look forward and to. And Injustice 2. And Injustice, oh, Injustice 2. 2. Where your superheroes are now Transformers, apparently. Yeah. There's a good... That's a good... I mean, the first Injustice had a really good storyline yeah. that they might use in the new DC movies. Yeah, they seem to be going that direction. Yeah. Let's talk about comic books, sorry, sorry. Jack. What do you I, think about it? I understood this? about five words of what you guys just said. <laughs> Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. Those are four Those words. Are great, yeah. great, great, those are great words. Compound um, words. But that's it. Anything else out of uh, E3 or that weekend? That's pretty much what it's a good mattered year. to me. Yeah, it was a good year. Yeah, I liked it. I'm looking forward to this year. Cool. Um, Keep it in the tech world. Um... Apparently Netflix released a new logo. I, it's, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't even seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? I haven't seen it, but so apparently it's you remember like a, the old one? Yeah. There's like a white square. Of course. Netflix and red letters. Mm-hmm. Now it's black background and uh, and mm-hmm. really bold. Yeah. It has like basically you know how like the N has the two parallel sides and yep. then the one in the middle. So it's like the one in the middle is kind of like overlaid yeah, over, it's but it's basically just an app for. I mean. A design for apps and icons on social media and stuff. Avatars and stuff. They're still keeping the white logo. Mm-hmm. Like on the commercials, they're like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, that's cool. I mean, I don't... Does anybody yeah. use Netflix on their phone? Like when they're out, like you just... Stream? No. Uh, yeah. When I I'm get bored, like during the last 30 minutes of the gym. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on Netflix at the gym, bro? That's right. <laughs> Well, yeah, what the, do you do the, for 30 minutes? That's like, like I don't want to. I, I go during the day, and then there's, they have like uh, Kelly Live and like uh, the other view. This There's like a, a, a knockoff view. Yeah. And I don't want to watch that. Fair you, enough. Oh, you mean like while you're running? Yeah, like oh, while God. I'm running. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, thought yeah, you were yeah. like at the bench press just watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the one hand idea. lifting up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's Jessica Jones, bro. <laughs> and one final uh, tech news. This also ties into one thing I didn't mention about my week, but I finished reading a biography on Elon Musk, who, for those who don't know, head of Tesla, SpaceX, etc. But it was funny, like, the day I finished reading it, finished reading, like, in the morning on the subway to work, and then later in the day, I saw Tesla has plans to buy Solar City. Solar City is actually a company started by his cousins, and I had been reading about it in the book that morning, like as the end of the book. So it was just funny to see. And basically, it was started by Elon Musk's cousins, and he was the one who suggested to them to go into like solar energy, etc. But now he wants to buy them to kind of like enwrap Tesla as not just an automotive energy company but a general energy company and so that when you buy an electric car you can also buy panels and all that from Solar City and that way in your home you can get the energy from the sun and then use that to charge the car and all that so it's he's building like this whole energy empire <laughs> So and wild, man. He's he's insane. He's he's incredible. And according to him, there is a slight chance that we are. This is a simulation. Have you seen that? Yes, I read that. <laughs> yeah. 
That's too good, man. I, I wish my brain worked like that. Just go over that real quick. Is life yeah. a simulation or like? Yeah, hold I was like, hold on a second. What? <laughs> we're just gonna like gloss over this Matrix <laughs> right. shit, real right. quick. Like, <laughs> we're a video game. Okay. I seen that he like brought that since we were talking about video games. Right, he right. said like, if you look at like what video games look like five years ago to what they look today, like just that scale. Imagine what like someone could have done in like hundred years. Yeah, just think about it, yeah. On your way home. Shout to Elon Elon Musk. How do you say his name? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Musk. Remember that name. Elon Musk. He's our future. (laughs) But seriously, we'll be right back after a song break. Group chat with Book Club. To me, I'm cursed with an infatuation. I know that you're the death of me. You're what I want, forbidden to me. Is it taboo that I want you, babe? He may seem cool, but he drives you crazy. I feel like a fool, but I got you, babe. And you know you got me. You can have me whenever, babe. You told me that I'm welcome Open your mind and to spread them All I ask is to please uh, Your garden Your garden Is where I would be Have you lay right next to me Under my psychedelic dreams Forbidden by James Scott. Representing the uh, Bronx, right? BX. All that. BX. I gotta learn these things. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, man? Um, so, I mean, real quick, uh, we lost another legend, and I know a lot of people might not know 
his name or who he is, but his impact definitely, uh, he's deserving of that phrase, legend, I think. Uh, Jack, do you want to? Yeah, Bill Cunningham, who was a photographer for the New York Times for decades now. He's shot a lot of fashion stuff, but not, when you think of fashion photography, it's not, that's not what he shot. He shot, he basically coined the idea of street style without even trying to or without trying to take credit or anything like that. He just shot everyday people on the street and basically created like yearbooks for New York City because he just documented year round what everyone would wear. And he had a column in the Times and like a video series with it too. A couple columns actually. He had one on the street and one evening hours where he would document like charity functions. And also like at those functions, like people would like offer him food and stuff like that. And he would always say like, no, thank you. Like he was very, like all he wanted to do was shoot and like capture people. And he didn't care if it was celebrities. He just cared what they were wearing and he just cared about people and it was sad to see him go. If you have a chance to look up his documentary, there's a documentary on him yeah. that's incredible. Really good. I watched it when I first moved to New York. It was kind of like my rite of passage. Like, this is what you got to watch. Like, there's a couple things you need to know about New York. Like, old New York, like real New York. And um, it's just crazy. He lived. He lives in like, or he lived in a little tiny apartment like above Carnegie Hall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Before he was forced out in 2010. Yeah, and he lived. It was like this tiny little apartment, and all he would do was just go out shoot shoot all day on his bike on his bike yeah with yeah. wearing his signature blue jacket his blue jacket yep and um i my old roommate <laughs> rufat uh he uh he's the one that actually showed me the documentary and at fashion week last year he said that he saw him and he ran up to him it was like hey man you're a legend thank you so much and uh I guess Bill was just like, okay. <laughs> and Rabat like ran away. And he was just like, he was like, that was my interaction with Bill, and then I wouldn't have it any other way. So, I actually yeah. spotted him once on the streets. Really? But I didn't, I didn't want to run up to him, him and tell yeah. him he's a legend. But I just let him keep, he was shooting, so yeah. I just like let him be, but he was gone like in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And it was it was great i never got to see him out on the street i was kind of like kept my eye i saw like a couple older gentlemen i'd be like is that that's not him but yeah r.i.p a legend joan you want to give us the book club assignment yes um so it's kind of like a it's sort of like a chore um because you guys will have to do something Uh, interesting i know so it's an album the album is uh greg maroney some classic just piano uh, and the album's uh, Wind Chimes it's called Wind Chimes by Greg Maroney about an hour I challenge you guys to do something creative while you're listening to it I listen to it when I write never gets old I'll probably listen to it again when I write and every now and then I challenge you guys to go outside and take a photo or, or write something or I guess you can't draw, produce. It's an hour long. I'd just take one photo. <laughs> <laughs> take it. You gotta, you gotta like walk around, and get a feel for it. But I'm very curious to see how this affects your creative process, what your creative mindset is, and let's have that conversation. You just see me next episode. Like, I made like ten thousand new websites. Like. <laughs> Super productive. Um, 
But that's I'm so curious that if one thing comes out of it, just do do something once, or don't do anything, or just be in a creative space or in a in a room. Um, book I read. Uh, it's really important to take breaks. Like I know for writing, like the time that I'm away from my computer is just as important as it is when I'm on it. I'm curious to see. Do whatever you want with this. Just do something while you listen to it. And tell cool. me how it impacts any your creative juices. That's this it. is the the piano. The yes, piano, solo piano. Yeah, you've so, probably heard it from. I've my heard room. it every day. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but cool. I, I like to listen to it every now and then. Whenever, especially if I feel like I don't have any ideas, I just put it on and I just sit in my room. And eventually, I just get to typing. So, oh, plug time. Plug time. Well, before we plug. I gotta ask you guys a question over here. Oh, Brown's oh. narrative. I love to answer. <laughs> When's the next, the next one? When's the, the next, next game. The next, the next game. Yeah, yeah, let's be specific. He says series. You know, we were out of a. You know, our, our true teammate Hector. Yes. Hector Santos. Um, we ran a few Make practices. We we had a clapback video that we were inching to send in the group chat. Mm, good thing we you felt <laughs> would have been embarrassing. It would have been. You know, <laughs> we felt it wasn't necessary. You know, we wanted to be more more mature. But to answer your question, of course, of course, I think we need to run a few practices. You know, Pedro and I. I mean, go they ahead, got, take the over, captain. They went as far as to get video of us. Um. Yeah, well, Hoy did record the whole game. They're going to, like, run the film, do some scouting reports. Uh, Joao only goes left. Um, you know, I think if Hector um, would have been a good addition, but I think we did good today. I, I, uh, Aaron, Aaron played great. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron did play great. That's, I'm not itching for, for uh, a rematch yet. I'm still letting it sink in. <laughs> I'm proud. Oh, you want to share your thoughts on the game? Wow, I mean, I feel like each round uh, we lost except for one, right? But like <laughs> each round, I think we you know we did good. We did very good. I think for the most part, it came very close. Um, shouts to Soft Glass for like killing it each time. Um, Thank you, man. But you know, maybe maybe we have Soft Glass sit out next time and really get into this <laughs> game. You know, no, my teammates. It's all it's all about my teammates. All right, and, and, it's all about my teammates. They they really like. I wouldn't have it any other. You guys killed that shit. Thank you. That's hard. You kept me afloat for real because my <laughs> shot was broken. <laughs> One thing that wasn't addressed is Kev is actually part of Bronx Narratives, you know? <laughs> but he's over here in videos it's, waving all sorts of flags. So it's all love. It's all love at the end I made, of the day. I made a threat so I, I couldn't switch teams. But it's like I'm 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 Anderson Virgil, you know, I got rings from both sides, so right, I really right, I, right. I won I right. won We're good regardless. I won four games today. Yeah. Undefeated. Good, Undefeated. Good yeah. cover up. Yeah. I love that. I like that. I'm gonna tell you what. If you guys can get five and we got Aaron back to our uh back to his natural habitat over here on team group chat. We can run some fives, we can maybe do some the full court action. We'll see. Can we sign another ten day contract to someone else outside oh, of? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Wow. Okay. Of course. He has to be from Say the no Bronx. More. Does that change no everything? More. He knows someone on the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. All right. Summer sixteen. All right. All right. Plug time. A lot of plugs. Yeah. Let's plug all around. Yeah. Who goes first? You, you guys in the Bronx narrative want to go? Oh, basically just. 
plug uh, anything uh, Twitter, anything you want people Instagram, to see yeah for sure i mean shout out to bronx narratives first i'll plug that um at bronx narratives instagram twitter Instagram, Twitter, Bronx, at Bronx Narratives. Um, this is Hoy again, so personally... And the my, website. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's bronxnarratives.com as well. Um, and then for my personal, uh, it's at Hoy Smith. So that's H-O-A-Y Smith. And I'm on Twitter uh, and Instagram. So check me out. I'm an illustrator and, and graphic designer as well. So check out some of my art. Cool. Dondre, the photographer and leader of Bronx Narratives. That's a long name. It is, right? <laughs> Dondre Green. You can find me on Instagram at, at Dondre, D-O-N-D-R-E, last name Green, G-R-E-E-N. And like the color. Like the color. The website is the same, DondreGreen.com, Twitter, Dondre G. And I think that's pretty much it. You can email me too, Dondre G at gmail.com, I guess. I'm uh, Aaron, and my handle is at Aaron is not cool on Twitter and on Instagram, you could tweet at me, hashtag uh, team group chat or team Bronx narrative, you know, which one you want me to be on, you know, I don't know, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling the love right now You're from either side, so just, just wait, let the, let the people decide, oh, I want to let the people decide, you know, yeah, we're so, going to have like a special episode of group chat called The Decision, where, <laughs> yeah. where Aaron chooses the team that he signs to, yeah. it's, you know how in like, Free agency is so exciting in the NBA. This is our free agency here. You know, we're going to be free. What What are the moves going to be? I heard there were rumors about Jack uh, testing free agency as well. I don't want to. You know, yeah. Jack is wild. group chat for for life. Yeah. Pedro, where can we find you, bro? Uh, Instagram, the Pedroski. So the Pedro and then S K I, and um on Twitter, Pedroski P I N C A Y. P-I-N-C-A-Y. So, oh, Bronx narratives. Oh, they. Another, nice. another, you gotta start it how you end it. Right. <laughs> Jack Summer, I am Imagination Donation on Instagram and ID Plus NYC on Twitter. Uh, this is Kev with the shot. Um. You know, same thing, same old Kev on everything. Soft glass, S O F T G L A S on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Face Nope, nope, not Facebook. Uh, SoundCloud, <laughs> Snapchat, iTunes, Spancamp, all that. MySpace. Uh Jawan at uh oh I actually changed all you my changed stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. So my Twitter is at Jawan Chirps, so J O A N underscore Chirps C H R I P S. And uh, on uh, trips, <laughs> Ch. John's just out of it right now. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. We woke up at like, I woke up at like six thirty. <laughs> right, every, I think everybody did. Yeah. Like wake up super early. Um, and then on uh, on yeah, so Juwan underscore trips on Instagram. What was it? Oh yeah, it's Juwan underscore snaps. <laughs> nice. And that is ironically not my Snapchat name. Nice. Leave it at that. Um, but again, yo, thanks for coming out, guys. Yeah, All you guys. It. Appreciate it. Everyone here. Also, go to our website, groupchat.com, grpchat.com, and email us, hey at groupchat.com, H E Y at grpchat.com. Or you can do that through the website. Ask us questions, ask us whatever, you know, if you want to play basketball with us. <laughs> I guess we're in the business of that too now. <laughs> yeah, for, uh, free agency is open right now. Yeah, the agency is open. See you guys in the next episode. That was episode 15.
Peace. Peace. Later.